folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Mung, we have a big, giant show today as we roll up toward the big Christmas holiday and all kids off school and all the craziness. Let's check out all important Cape and Islands weather forecast. Because it's very important this time of year. For Saturday, partly sunny with a high near 50. Sunday, sunny with a high near 42. And let's play this out towards Christmas Day. Is it a white Christmas? Monday, mostly sunny with a high near 41. Oh, Monday night, partly cloudy, low around 30. Christmas Day, mostly sunny with a high near 39. So the news is being broken right now on the fun show. It looks like a green Christmas, Mung. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'm crushed. I like a white Christmas. I like to get out of the house after opening presents, jumping in the snow, making snow mungs. Snow mungs? It's that takes, like a snow angel, but it's a snow mung. That takes a lot of snow. <laughs> and some some green food coloring, too, right? At least 24 inches. Oh, man. So no mung men out in the snow. This is weird <laughs> because I went to Vermont for Thanksgiving and there was snow everywhere. I cross-country skied. I threw snowballs. And you come back to Cape Cod, the Florida of New England, (laughs) and you get a green Christmas, which, yeah, that gets you a little bit. I mean, I don't want a lot of snow, but it would have been nice for a frosty coating and an exciting morning frolicking about uh, on Christmas Day. Not to be. Let's check those tides. This is time to gather those festive holiday oysters, clams, and other denizens of the deep. Your high tide on Saturday about 10.30, uh, high tide on Sunday about 11.30. That means, boy, this is a tough weekend for getting shellfish at low tide. You might be able to get out there really early, uh, it, like 3 in the afternoon as the tide goes out. Because low tide on Saturday is 4.40 and there's nothing worse. I think it's illegal to be on the flats after the sun sets. And that is sad, too. So get your clams, oysters, and other denizens of the deep earlier. Well, this is key info, because maybe some folks might want to do a Cape Cod beach walk after Christmas. Maybe walk off some of that fruitcake. It's funny you should mention that, because I have some walk suggestions. And, Mung, I know you are you tend to gorge yourself into sort of a, a catatonic, almost hibernation, mm. where you'll go down for, what, uh, January, half of February, and President's Day, you sort of perk up, and then you go back to sleep for a while. And It's a multiple-month affair. So you got a lot of things going on, but maybe you could have all your chow... And start uh, digesting as you walk around in the big outside world. We've got a couple suggestions for walking off all those holiday meals. Where should I go? Because I know I've been hitting that Trader Joe's giant cookie tin, the $9.99 one. Ooh. It's from Belgium, and there's two levels of it, and there's hundreds of cookies all covered in chocolate in there. And I just find myself taking the cover of that tin off at odd hours. <laughs> And then the other day, I was at the Christmas tree shop, which is so much fun this time of year. And they had these chocolate-covered cashews. You know the Mexican chocolate? Oh, I've had those. Yeah, that's a treat. It's like kind of salty and like it's Mm -hmm. crunchy almost. Cashews are the best nut. So chocolate-covered cashews, that's another undoing. So we got to get out there and walk off these uh, holiday meals and snacks. Let's throw a couple suggestions out, places that we have been mung and enjoyed. I haven't been down to the Long Pasture Wildlife Sanctuary in Cumaquid for a while. That's right off 6A in Barnstable. 
And that is a lovely and perhaps less visited Audubon Sanctuary than the one up in Wellfleet that everyone knows, and that's a great place to go, too. But down at Long Pasture, uh, that's Bone Hill Road, I believe. Bone Hill Road, and I think they have a, a bench in at the end of one of their trails. I know you like benches on the uh, cave. It's dedicated to you, right? It's uh, the <laughs> official Hmong perching spot where you're found uh, when they do the uh, dance of the woodcock. Is that what happens in the fields there? They do a, a program where those birds do the spiraling Yes. Sort of, uh, let's get engaged, uh, mm-hmm. let's make whoopee kind of bird dance. Might be a woodcock, I'm not sure, it might be something else, but... Check that out, it's like Planet Earth right here on Cape Cod. I know you've been out there doing that dance, and uh, that's how you met Mrs. Mung? It's more like a roll, the Mung roll. It's Basically, a, someone just rolls me around. It's kind of like a lament, so... <laughs> Long pasture, really nice, <laughs> two and a half miles of trails, uh, right along uh, sort of fields into some forests and along a beautiful Cape Cod Bayside setting. That is a peaceful place. I always love going down Bone Hill Road. If you go down to the end of Bone Hill Road, there's a beautiful town landing. You can look across to Sandy Neck Light. Maybe you can see the wreath on Sandy Neck Light. That's That's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. I once got to drive all the way out there, right around the tip and see that big wreath up there. That's a good place to go. So that's an Audubon sanctuary called the Long Pasture Wildlife Sanctuary. Let's throw in a little World War II kind of excitement at the Sagamore Hill Trail, which we've been to, Monk. Oh, yeah. This was a weird story because everyone knows Scusset Beach for the beach, Mm -hmm. the snack bar, walking on uh, the breakwater, all that good stuff. But as you sort of drive in toward the parking lot, off to your left, the parking lot's the one you'd use for the fish pier, which is also a cool little place. And you find out about this weird World War II kind of artillery outfit that was up high on the hill overlooking the canal, defending the canal from, well, those ne'er-do-wells on the other side, our enemies back then. Now we're all friends, I guess, I hope. Uh, and it was kind of interesting to read some of the history, and you can see sort of the remnants of weird bunkers and where the artillery guns were. And when I go up there... Maybe it's about a mile walk or so, a little bit uphill. I always think this was probably pretty good duty in World War II for folks that were looking to maybe avoid some of that tough stuff. That's right. That's the greatest generation. Get on a perch on Cape Cod and keep a lookout. I don't know. Maybe you'd feel bad that like all your pals are over there as part of these great accomplishers, but maybe you'd be more like, well, I'm doing my part and I'm here on Cape Cod and... I don't know. That sounds slightly better, but I'd like to think I would have been brave, but I don't know, Monk. That could have been you and I up there trying to figure out which end of the artillery gun actually fired. I'd probably be pointing the gun to myself. I'd probably be filling with confetti and I'd be like using my binoculars backwards and yeah, saying, oh my God, here comes something and it'd be an insect. I wouldn't know how to work one of those. So things. that is a cool, uh, a cool out-of-the-way spot that uh, is a sort of time machine and you get a really big view of looking out into uh, Cape Cod Bay, and you can see those big cliffs going up the Plymouth side. Plymouth has some big cliffs. That's the Sagamore Hill Trail in Sagamore, I guess, at Scusset State Beach Reservation. Yeah, the good thing about that is is elevation. Yeah, getting getting higher above ground. Big views, uh, some good photos up there, and just a commanding view. And you can see why they put the guns up there at the Sagamore Hill Trail. Now, here's one that has provided joy to you and I over the years, Mung. Uh, We're talking about Peterson Farm. Now, we love B.B. Woods, and it's attached to B.B. Woods in uh, the Woods Hole area as you head from Falmouth Center down toward Woods Hole. And it's 
It's a lovely bucolic setting. It's right off Woods Hole Road, Peterson Farm. I'm not sure what they have for animals this time of year. Do they, are those year-round, those animals out there? Yeah, we have visited them in the past uh, for their baby lambs. It's like uh, one of the best spots to see baby lambs on the Cape. Let's hope they're still doing it. I know I've seen sheep. Uh, I saw a llama there once. And just beautiful sweeping fields like an Andrew Wyeth painting. Mung's world, not Christina's world. And it's, it's great because you get that real feel for that landscape when it was a full-on farm. And as you walk around, you see some ruins of outbuildings and stuff with the stone foundations. And then you can link up to B.B. Woods, mm-hmm. one of our favorite and most mysterious, lovely places to walk, featuring the Punch Bowl and a lot of really cool big boulders. We like to call them glacial erratics. Mm. Which was your nickname back in uh, finishing school, Mung. You were the, gla- the glacial erratic. Among erratic. So that's a nice place to walk. You can do a lot of walking there. That's a series of trails that are significant. And it's nice to be in the Upper Cape, too, because, you know, a lot of our listeners are maybe Lower Cape people. And how, how often do you really get to go down to the Falmouth area? Well, I, I have trouble getting down there, living up in Wellfleet. It's always a haul, but I always find something cool, and there's way more awesome stuff than I ever dreamed of. You know, you get stuck in your own town, a couple towns. I'm always out in the National Seashore, which is fantastic, on the big beaches. But there are some charming spots in the Falmouth and Woods Hole world. But let's return to the Outer Cape, because I always like to throw this one in there, because here's a walk that gives you a lot for not much effort. And I'm talking about a lot of beauty. This is the Pamet Area Trail System off of North Pamet Road in Truro, in Truro Center. And this uh, takes you out toward Ballston Beach. Just before you sort of get out there, there's a big old Coast Guard building and a parking lot for the uh, National Park Service Trail. You cross the street, you do a couple of hairpin turns in the woods, and all of a sudden, ahead of you, a bald mountain. Well, it's a hill. It's covered in bearberry. It's not completely bald, but it just sort of sits there. No trees. And you get up top, there's a viewing platform and the view there it's got to be top five on cape cod maybe top three when you're looking out and you can see the dance floor at ballston beach where the the backing dune has been just obliterated and it's a big ballroom floor of sand in that whole valley there and you get some incredible views if there's waves crashing i'm a big fan of that and if you follow it around there's this weird cranberry bog and a cranberry bog house with the front door on the second floor for some kind of cranberry purposes. Why was that, Mung, that the front door was on the second floor of that cranberry bog house? Um, they built it wrong? It's got to be something where you like throw the berries out, but I would not want to be living in that house and <laughs> sleepwalking and going out the front door and heading down a flight and landing on the bog lands of Turo. So those are some places that you can get out and stretch your legs. Ooh, one thing about the the, the Pamet one that I wanted to mention, it's a gorgeous view, uh, but you got to keep an eye out for one thing. Um, you got to keep an eye out for the Pamet Puma. Whoa! Because um, you don't want to be facing that big cat. Is that a true thing? Now, the Pamet Puma, this has been a uh, legend slash myth slash truth that uh, somewhere on... Uh, Back in the 80s, maybe, it sounds right to me as I recall this, um, someone, several people, not only cited it, but they alleged that it attacked uh, some kind of 
they're young, yeah, and animals, they're farm like animals, farm animals, and or attacked. even maybe domestic animals were attacked in the early eighties. Now that uh, you know, I mean, like, because I talked to my mechanic at one point, and he said, "Nah, that was all fake." I know the guy who made the fake prints. He had like a some kind of stool that was like the foot of a puma, and he went out and stamped it into the sand. <laughs> but I don't know if he was double pulling my leg. Oh, I don't know. That's why you got to be extra careful. You don't want like some humongous cat roaming around. Well, you know, that's the one thing you love walking on the cape. You know, you got to watch out for the ticks. But in general, there's nothing out there that's going to eat you. I mean, when I'm cross-country skiing on the uh, Jeep roads of the National Seashore and it's, say, getting late, I do start to worry about coyotes. Mm -hmm. Not one coyote. I figure I could probably take my ski pole. I could take my ski off. But I worry about several coyotes and a pack of coyotes, Mm -hmm. like, triangulating on me. I think they triangulate. You're in the middle of the triangle. They're coming in, and they say with a coyote, by the time you see them, they're on you. Because they don't like to be seen until it's time to pounce. And so that's the one thing I worry about. Back when that Cape Cod bear was roaming around, that made me nervous. (laughs) Because that thing was all over the place. We tracked that thing like we were Daniel Boone, and we could not find that thing. Then my wife gets up one day, also a reporter, and says... Well, I hear it's up in Provincetown. I'm going to go up there and see the bear. I'm like, yeah, right. We've been following it for weeks at that Mm -hmm, point. mm -hmm. She drives up there. It's like 6 in the morning. She sees a Crossroads 6. Doesn't get a picture. Does not get a picture, though. Wow. We may never see a bear on the Cape again. I hope not, because that just, it's too much, man. (laughs) What else has been weird is that I don't know if people are like me, but have you seen a bunch of healthy foxes around? I, saw, I had one in my yard this morning, and it's been all around. The, the cat and the fox are kind of going at it a little bit. Mm. Apparently, foxes don't eat cats, or it's very rare for them to attack cats, because they just don't want to, you know, get mixed up with a bunch of claws in the face. They'd rather have a rabbit, a mouse, a vole, something that's not going to be so problematic. Cats are kind of like, take this. <laughs> so this thing was, as I went to work this morning, this fox was right outside my kitchen door and really wasn't backing off, but in a friendly way, hmm. like it wanted to play. So I'm not what What's the deal with foxes? Maybe foxes are going to become the next dog. Well, they're beautiful. When you see a healthy fox, mm-hmm. and this one is completely beautiful, the coat so red and the tail so bushy, and it looks like it wants to have fun, which reminds me of two other fox stories. One, when I was up in Nova Scotia, and we're driving along this back dirt road, and there's a big gully by the side of the road for the rainwater. And I look down, because I'm in the passenger seat, I see a fox running beside us down low in the gully. And he's got a mouse and a bagel in his mouth. And he's just Whoa. running along. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I order those mouse bagels, but it's a lot to handle in the, in the morning for breakfast. Yeah, and it's tough to get the mouse to sort of smear over the top of the bagel, mm, you know, true. unless it's been hanging around uh, for a long time. And if you want it toasted, just forget about it. Oh, the fox stories we could tell here on the Cape Cod Fun Show. Maybe I'll skip my second fox story. <laughs> and we'll move on to content, because, Mung, I know this is near and dear to your heart. This is something I had never heard of before today. Have you ever heard of a cape-based group called the Brazen Bells? Uh, I have not, but it sounds bold. The Brazen Bells is a Cape Cod-based burlesque troupe. What? 
The Bells bring a variety of talent, singing, dancing, acting, wit, sass, and of course, seduction to the stage. Every show includes a mixture of racy retro costumes, chorus line kicks, slapstick antics, sultry dance moves, and physical comedy skits. It's a troupe of dangerous flirts, rowdy rabble risers, and saucy comedians. Whoa. They'll have you laughing, lusting, and longing for more. Anyway, these people exist, and they are playing their annual winter spectacular called The Naughty List. From, oh, this sounds fun. From 7.30 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday at The Landfall, which I, is a restaurant. Is that what that is in Falmouth? Mm-hmm. In Woods Hole, excuse me. Landfall, 9 Luscombe Avenue in Woods Hole. And I guess uh, it's not only does it feature Margot Mayhem from New York City, it, it includes these characters. Pepper Grinds, <laughs> Sundown Shenanigans, Bobby Pins... Lacey Stiletto, Sylvie Bullet, Mini Teascake, and Savannah Bordeaux. And I think you've probably been acquainted with all of these uh, Brazen Bells for many years. <laughs> didn't, you, uh, didn't you do some singing or performing in their troupe at one point, Mung? Ah, uh, yes, the Brazen Mung days. I just shouted and wore silk stockings. <laughs> oh, look at me! That sounds incredibly it, that fun. That is really cool in there, infusing a little Christmas or holiday action in there. In fact, one of my friends, that is, this is true, Mung does have friends, uh, she told me she saw this uh, group last year, and it was a riotous affair. She was, like, laughing frequently, and if you like a good, lively show, it sounds like this is the place to be. If you had ever wondered, Mung, while the art of burlesque includes acts of a sexual nature, the goal of performing these expressions is never intended to be offensive or harmful to others, but rather empowering, particularly to women, by embracing the existence of female sexuality in light of differing body types, genders, race, and ethnicity. So it's like, this is this is good and uplifting stuff. Wow. Folks, folks doing these things like Ophelia Love and Mini Teascake. <laughs> All right, so we have that. That sounds like could be the event of the week. That's uh, the Brazen Bell Show. Love it. Uh, that's Friday and Saturday evenings from 7.30 to 10 at Landfall in Woods Hole. That sounds refreshing. Now, Mung, we touched upon Solstice uh, last week. Ah, uh, yes. And I know scaling. you as sort of a pagan uh, being... Uh, are often involved in rituals and sacrifices and entrail examination. Mm -hmm. And now there's a couple more things. This one in particular sounds kind of interesting. The Bourne Historical Society is having their third annual winter solstice celebration, 6 to 8 Friday, at the Lions Family Pavilion, which is adjacent to the Aptuxet Trading Post, always a nice spot, right on the Cape Cod Canal in Bourne. Now, the celebration sounds good, but this one thing sounded so interesting. Roasting oysters and marshmallows. What? Whoa. It's like s'mores for oysters, so smoisters? What can that be? What is that like? I've never... So you put an oyster in a fire and it just probably doesn't take too long. Does it pop open? Hmm. It could be good. I love oysters in any way. I've never had them roasted. There'll also be music, mulled cider, soups, and sweets. Oysters roasting by an open fire. Now that sounds that sounds back to naturey. I mean, come on, you're sitting out there doing the solstice, which is like a earthy kind of thing, and you're reaching into the fire for an oyster. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
thumbs up for the creativity of thinking about this event. If that's not crunchy enough for you, how about the winter winter solstice dances of Universal Peace Mum? You can support that. Oh yeah, I love the universe. And so this is taking place in Wellfleet, known as a place where a lot of uh, Universal Peace dances do take place, and that's a good thing. That's where I live. So this is uh, this is a welcome to please come and take part in the Circle of Light and Heart. We'll gather on Saturday, December 22nd at 7 p.m. at the Wellfleet Preservation Hall, that's right in downtown Wellfleet, to create a mindful and generous offering for each other and all beings. Mung! Oh, I'm a being. There's going to be um, profound circle dances. Oh, like the floss dance? Oh, I don't know. The shopping cart one? <laughs> I'm there. All right, so we have another solstice activity. Mung, it's time for the Holiday Lights Report. The Mung Report. Oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, One of the things I love to do in the holiday season is drive around, actually get into a car. That would be the Mungmobile. The Mungmobile. And, you know, this is a free event. You know how you like free. Um, and just drive around to different neighborhoods and look at their holiday lights. Do you ever watch those shows on TV that's like the big light Christmas light fight? And some people spend like years getting their houses like all decorated with hundreds of thousands of lights and their electricity bills are like a million dollars a month. Although today's LED technology can cut that to a fraction of what it once was, Mung. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Brought to you by the LED Society of America. LED lighting the way. Um, yeah, so anyway, just driving your community up and down, you're bound to see some. Are you sure? Um, maybe not, but if not, you can always consult a Facebook group. What? Called uh, the Cape Cod Christmas Lights. And there's folks posting, you know, some photos of different lights on various streets. I love it, Mom. Um, you're at the center of the lighting universe on Cape Cod. What does your uh, information source tell you? Well, we've visited this one um, in the past to do a video at the Cape Cod Times, and this was recently posted in the group. This may be one of the better ones on Cape Cod. This is on Ice House Road in Yarmouth. Um, it, and it's just super cool. We've met the folks. It's kind of like a they tell kind of like a Christmassy story with their lights. So they put a lot of effort into it. So that's probably the only one I'm going to mention, um, just because it's really unique and cool. But okay. you can definitely go to this f- Facebook group and check out different neighborhoods. Now, what's that Facebook group called again? Uh, yeah, go to Cape Cod Christmas Lights. So that's a cool thing. And, and certainly, when I was a kid, that's what we did. We drove around. There were some hot spots, and we would love it. But let's say you get some kids, Mung, and you need guaranteed Wowza Super Lights. It's getting close to Christmas. You don't want to disappoint anybody. Like, if you had to go one place looking for a freebie, maybe, big light show, what would it be? Um, you know what I would do? It's actually um, uh, kind of spread out. Uh, the, the Giants Lights display in Sandwich. Uh, it's not specifically at one house. But if you go on 6A and just kind of drive down, there's a lot of businesses with these really cool figures all lit up. Here's where I thought you would say something like, Ah, uh, yes, Eric, Enchanted Village. Oh, yes, Eric, Enchanted Village. One what? big epic light show. That's what you were talking about. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get to. And then you started talking about giants and sandwich giants. Oh, I love giant sandwiches. Uh, like you get some pastrami wait, on there. On, uh, wait a second. We're talking about some corned beef. What we need is a place so the kids don't get upset. And oh. 
well, I've got the perfect place for you. This is a place to bring all the children because it's super cool. This is at the Cape Cod Resort. It's their annual Cape Cod Enchanted Village display. Uh, one of the greatest things about this one is it's free. So bring everyone to the Cape Cod Resort in Hyannis. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, uh, up and through December 23rd, from 5 to 8, you could get the kids to meet Santa. You could hear the Cape Cod surf tone carolers. I love that. Sing holiday That's music. That's nice. That's nice. And be dazzled by thousands. That's that's right. Not just hundreds. Thousands Several? of lights all around their uh, their property there at the Cape Cod. Well, that's nice that those folks do that, and that is a that is one of those light shows you can see from space. Yeah, and 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 we can't discount the the F word enough. Free. Oh, like phew. you know, the holidays can stretch your wallet a little bit, especially the days before Christmas. Maybe you've spent already oh, too man. much money, and you're like, "What can I do for free?" But I want to get into the holiday spirit, and there's not. A ton of free events, so go to this place. I feel like there's an Amazon bill that's chasing <laughs> me, and it's about the size of one of those blimps at a football game, and it's just right up above my head, and the shadow crosses over, mm-hmm. and the reckoning day is coming. <laughs> you know, and that's something. So free is good at the Cape Codder Resort. But shopping may not be done yet, Mung. You seem to indicate you've got all your shopping done. Is that true? Oh, you better believe it, because I get all my shopping done in late November. How is that possible? Oh, because throughout the year, I write down things that I have to get gifts for, for people that they mention that they like, and I put them in a notebook. The good thing about this, and everybody hates me. A real notebook. I, you write these down? Oh, yeah. It's I not in your phone somewhere. Because nope, nope, you're I, a big phone guy. Big phone guy. Nope, I write them down to make sure I don't lose it. And people hate me. They're like, I can't believe you're done in November. I wait till the last day. So do you like press the button on Black Friday? Is that what you're doing? All the sales? Oh, yeah. Black Friday. get tons of sales. Cyber then I Tuesday. Can, then I can Cyber relax. Monday. This is the best piece of advice I can give all of Cape Codders. Get done early with your Christmas shopping. Then you don't have to stress. You can take in all of the Cape Cod Christmas strolls earlier in the month. You can spend time okay. in the days before Christmas just all... like like chilling out and visiting light displays. Okay, Mung Shopping Buddha. That's great. But mm-hmm. for every one of you, there are 20 <laughs> of potentially me, the people still sort of thinking, oh my God. And here's the thing too. You might do really well with like bigger presents, the under the tree present. But you know what kills me is like, we got some big stockings, man. And like the stockings got to be the appetizer for the mm. big meal of the gifts of Christmas. It's That's right. kind of the way it goes, but filling a stocking is tricky. So let's talk about some stocking stuffer places and some other local things, businesses that might be a good idea. Now, one place to get a bunch of crazy stuff, whether it's like Pen knives, flashlights, water bottles, weird old license plates, toys, gloves, hats, uh, sort of army surplus crazy. New stuff is Marine Specialties in Provincetown. They're at 235 Commercial Street. They're always playing some classic rock in there, and there's bins of everything, but also like really cool camping equipment and one of the greatest sort of knife selections. If you like Swiss Army knives, They've got it all, even the little tweezers and the little toothpicks that go in there if you need mm. replacements. And that is a great place to get a last-minute unique gift or a smaller gift for the stocking. And it's always a pleasure. A little drafty in there sometimes. It's a cool spot. I like places that have like a hodgepodge of different items. I think I once got a bathing suit made out of a buoy there once. Really? So how did that work? Um, 
I stayed afloat, but the but the uh, bathing suit came off. <clears throat> okay, that's marine specialties in Provincetown. <laughs> the other one I'm going to talk about is the Nosset Surf Shop. This is just off the Orleans Rotary. <clears throat> it's fine, Mung. The Nosset Surf Shop, just off the Orleans Rotary, right before you get to Stop and Shop. Um, through the 30th of December, which is when they close for the season, they are having a penny sale. Buy one item, get the second for a penny. Whoa. So that I was in there yesterday getting some stuff for my kids, and I was like, what? I get them some gift certificates. So they can go <laughs> back. We'll be going back next week to the Nasset Surf Shop. Very cool stuff. Nice. I'm going to have to go find a penny. I don't think I've carried one of those things in years. And... One of my favorite places for stocking stuff or stuff is the 1856 Country Store in your neck of the woods, Centerville. Love it. Oh, man. What Classic. do they have? What's in there, Mom? Oh, they've got uh, interesting um, knickknacks, figurines, um, things that scream Centerville, like uh, historical things. They even have candy. How do you beat that? They got toys. They got jelly. They got jewelry. They've got candles. They've got soap. And I'm just starting to scratch the surface. Yeah, this is a cool place. That is a really fun place. All the old penny candies that you love, but so much more. Like, things made out of fabric, clothing, earrings. I mean, polished rocks, strange stuff, but cool stuff. Old-time toys. Uh, Yeah, isn't it neat to be able to go into a place and say, I shop for Christmas in a building from the 1800s? It's the 1856 Country Store at 555 Main Street in Centerville. I have had great success in limited time at this place, and the people are very nice. That's good news, Monk. Good news! We are surviving this broadcast and bringing excellence to the people out there. You like odd events. You like strange happenings, quirky kind of things, Monk. That's every night for me. Now, the Brazen Bells, that's certainly burlesque. That was something new and refreshing. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a, not a beer lover, Mung. Is that true? Uh, no, only daiquiris for Mung. Daiquiris can be delicious, but we have a lot of nice breweries on Cape Cod, including the Devil's Purse Brewing Company, 120 Great Western Road in South Dennis. This is funny. We saw that on the Facebook page today. Vice Nights. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m. at the brewery, We'll be airing episodes of Miami Vice. That is the 1980s high fashion cop show with Don Johnson and some other guy. Where did that guy go? They wore like pastel suits and t-shirts under their suits. And they had a rockin' 80s soundtrack. And they're always going in speedboats. And you're getting shot at by those drug kingpins, which they were everywhere all the Mm -hmm. time. Trying to bring in some of the the Bolivian marching powder into Miami. And these guys had to get out there and stop it. Mm. So it was cocaine. It was chaos. It was crazy. And it was a fun show. It was a real sensation, I guess. And Vice Nights every Wednesday at 5 p.m. That sounds like a fun way to kick off your hump day celebration. Watch Miami Vice. At Devil's Purse Brewing Company, 120 Great Western Road in South Dennis. And good beer, too. Good beer, Mung. Interesting. Why don't you like beer? Eh, a little hoppy. You can get multi beer. Mm, that's true. And then you get malted milk balls, right? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, the other thing going on coming up on Thursday night, this Thursday, December 20th, 
at the Barnstable High School Performing Arts Center, which is a magnificent venue. Would you agree, Mung? Oh, it is so magnificent. And how many how many people does that hold? Um, I don't know, but a good amount of I'd say butts a, can go a, in the a seat. Thousand easy. I thought I heard yeah. fourteen hundred at one point. Definitely, definitely. I think it can uh, have that capacity. And the symphony, the Cape Cod Symphony Orchestra, loves it. They play there. The Canadian Brass Holiday Show. Here they come. It's an internationally known brass quintet. Canadian Brass. Oh. They're performing. Christmas time is here. Their holiday concert on Thursday. They've recorded more than 130 CDs and DVDs, including classical, jazz, Dixieland, and Christmas music. From what I have heard about Canadian brass, is they kick brass. These are musical, <laughs> horn-playing ninjas, virtuoso brass wow. excellence. And so, I love that sound. So our neighbors to the north are bringing their brass on to the Cape? That's right. They're getting all brassy, wow. brassy and sassy. And so that could be pretty fun. Um, tickets are 39 to 59. That might be, you know, I love the sound of brass around the mm-hmm, holidays. Mm-hmm. It's so like royal and festive. And, you know, the Canadians, they probably do a good job, right? The Canadian brass. Yeah, and I bet they're really nice, eh? You ever been to Canada? I have. I have. I once drove from uh, Montreal to Quebec City in the worst uh, blizzard I've ever been to, to the point where it was so white that you had to pull over to the side of the road on these foreign Canadian roads I've never been on for over an hour. Just Just sitting there? Sitting on the side of the road. You you didn't know who was going to be speeding by you in a horrible blizzard. And I was like, what am I thinking? Um, But it was fun. Well, there's a, a real uh, tribute to Canada from Mung as it's we cold there. move our way into the real uh, super holiday super holiday shoot. We're heading down together, folks. I um, want to take the time out now to wish all you folks out there a wonderful holiday season. And thanks for listening to our podcast as we attempt to juice every little bit of fun juice out of the crops we have assembled, the raw crops from the fields that Mung has toiled in to pluck these events and ideas. And they come into the idea factory and everyone swings into motion and the big press descends from the ceiling and Mung tosses his bushel baskets of ideas and events onto the floor of it and then down it comes. Some people just step on them. And some people say, what is that horrible juice? I say, it's the Cape Cod Fun Show! Yay! My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you for being here. Merry Christmas, Cape Cod! Till next time! Till next year! See ya!